Hello, Anchor! It's October 3rd. I'm Rich Frazier, and this is Cockatrice Nuggets. Hey, Rich. This is Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor. I think it's a fantastic idea doing a zine. It's, I think it's a good place to start. Uh, I think it's uh, un, you know, it's not an intimidating product uh, to start out. It's kind of like a one-man show. You're doing your stuff, and you know if you can get some art in there from some other folks, or maybe you're uh, good at that yourself. But I think it's really cool that you're getting into it. It's a lot of fun, and uh, are you gonna have your doubts or stuff? That's gonna come along with it. Anybody does that, and it's gonna. The old doubt monster is going to make you not want to do it. Don't listen to that little fucker. Kick him to the nut. Kick him in his cockatrice nuggets and send him to the curb and do your thing, my man. So I hope to see something soon from you. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Rich. Colin, Spike Pit. Loved your single nugget episode. Um, I love it when people are enthusiastic about something they're doing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do with your zine idea. You know, as I said before, I've been loving your podcast and your your episodes. I think you've got some great ideas, mate. And it's always good to hear what's, you know, how people have got to where they are. And, and, you know, a little bit of your personal story, that personal touch is, I kind of think, what what drew me to Random Screed, you know, and, and Anchor. It's, you're hearing real stories from real people and... Yeah, I love it, man. So keep up the good work as ever and look forward to the zine. Catch you later. Hey, thanks, guys, for your support of uh, my zine idea. It is uh, plugging along slowly. I'm kind of, uh, I've compiled what I've got and I'm making a list of kind of articles or sections or whatever uh, that I can repeat each time I do this uh, because I don't want it to be a one and done thing. I'd like to continue it along, right? So, um, at first I thought I would just kind of throw it together and put it out, but now I, I'm taking a step back and taking a little more time with it because I want it to look good, and uh, yeah, we'll see uh, We'll see where it falls. So, thanks for your support. So speaking of writing, uh, I am, uh, as usual, plugging away with prep for my next game. Um, no real spoilers here, so if uh, players are listening, that's fine. Um, I am tweaking my sewer crawl rules. We we tried it last week. Um, I forgot the maps, uh, but it, it went it went pretty smooth. Um, uh, the players didn't seem to, you know, notice my my, my gaps. Uh, I will be a little more on top of it this time, um, and hopefully the players will try mapping it out. Uh, if not, that's fine. Uh, I I, uh, I like the idea of mapping it out for myself, and then I can you know plop down the map every once in a while and show the players, hey, this is uh, where we're going. But I'm refining it. It's looking really good. Um, for now, I'm stealing tables from Tome of Adventure Design, but I am also getting uh, ready to probably uh, modify those tables and write them for myself. The um, the the system I'm using is. It's about a 50% chance for uh, um, an empty room, which I believe was the chance in the first edition Dungeon Master's Guide, and I believe it's the same in fifth edition Dungeon Master's Guide. Um, anyway, that seems like pretty, pretty, you know, standard kind of, you know, half the rooms are empty. Um, I'm using hexes, not rooms, right? Because it's kind of abstract. Uh, it's uh, it's very cool. I like it a lot. Uh, 
I, I started generating my own map and found that a couple things were a little too common, so I bumped those. Uh, I bumped up the die uh, to a D12, but it eventually settled on a D20, so my distribution was a little less even. Um, again, sticking to that 50% chance of an occupied hex. Uh, that my hexes are like uh, 144 feet from flat to flat, so there's uh, there's a lot of area there, um, and I'm I'm ruling about 10 minutes per hex, so that kind of maps really good to dungeon turns from uh, from old school games. Uh, I, I still use that stuff. Um, I don't call them turns at the table because it confuses everybody, right? Because uh, a turn is like uh, a segment was, right? <laughs> you remember the segments? Woo! Uh, a, a, a turn is like a segment now, um, so it confuses everybody when I say a turn. Uh, but I use um, a dice pool. Got that from uh, Angry DM. It's uh, it, it works really well, and I abstract the turn to be anywhere between three and ten. I kind of push it though. You know, twelve minutes will still kind of count as one turn, um, especially if you've been doing smaller stuff. And uh, every time one of those things happens, I drop one of six dice in a die pool. And normally, once all six go in, I pull them out and I roll and see if there's an encounter. Uh, but with the, the table that I generated, encounters are built in, so I've got about a 10% chance of an encounter happening, which is pretty common in a populated area. Um, or, so, I, what I've been looking at is like wilderness area is like 1 in 10. Populated area is more like 1 in 20. Um, but I'm also considering population here too, right? Uh, I'm not saying just a monster encounter, I'm saying any encounter. So I think one of ten is pretty good. Uh, one every ten spaces, hexes, will get an encounter. Um, so once an hour you'll pass somebody or meet somebody or find something, right? Uh, I've also got, uh, so the 50% the chance of empty room is really only a 10% chance of absolutely nothing in that hex. Uh, I've got some weird dungeon dressings from um, Tome of Adventure Design. Man, I can't say enough about this book. I, I know I go on about it a lot, but I really, really love this book. And I haven't touched the, the dungeon stuff until, um, you know, two weeks ago when I started looking through it and started using it. Or maybe, I guess, three weeks ago, right, when I started prepping for this. Uh, but it's so good. And, uh, yeah, once I get on top of it a little more, um, there's still uh, little issues I want to solve, right? Uh, magical pools was like my big problem at the table last time. I was like, oh my god. So um, I was going, you know, I, I just hopped over to um, the 5th edition DMG. It was, uh, I couldn't find it at the table, but I found it once I got home and I kind of bookmarked that uh, for later use or bookmarked it in my mind for later use and I was going to pull it up and copy it over to OneNote. But uh, then I was uh, I, I was sticking around on D&D &D Beyond and I ran across, I was reading through their random dungeon section, or, I don't even remember how I came across it, um, but I came across their little section on, uh, tricks, that's what I was looking at, I was looking at tricks, right, so it was random magical tricks, and then random magical effects, and one of the random tricks was a pool, and all the effects were like these crazy ass things that happened in first edition, first edition for pools, right? The, the things I remember from first and second edition um, that made you want to drink out of that pool, right? You're like thinking about it. It's magical, definitely. I don't know um, if I want to drink out of it, but uh, I think I should. Uh, that 
reminds me, I, I put a pin in it for my uh, DM screen. I want to include magical effects because I'm really bad at that, right? When someone casts detect magic, what effect is it? I have no idea. Whatever summons a creature, you know, whatever creates an object, whatever will blow a fireball up in your face. Uh, one of those, one of those things, you know, uh, you recognize it and it's not dangerous. Um, anyway, so I, I, I found, I actually found a lot of stuff in the 5e DMG that I didn't realize was there. Um, monster motivations. What's the monster doing while, you know, when you run across it? I, I had no idea that was there. Um, the, the traps and tricks section is really good. Uh, they're, they're limited to D20 rolls, but I think looking back in the DMG, they were, they were still like only 20 items on a table, right? 5% each, even though it was a percentile roll. So, um, really, really, you know, happy to see this stuff in the fifth edition DMG and Man, I gotta sit down and read this thing again. I uh, I've forgotten a lot of stuff that was in there, or maybe I never finished reading it. You know, it was it's a hardback. Well, I got it as a hardback, so I um, I acquired a PDF somehow. They don't sell those, right? Yeah, I'm not sure how I got that. Anyway, um, once D and D Beyond came out, I bought all that stuff up, and uh, I can send it over to my Kindle by chapter. So I can read it like in bed now. So it's really nice because uh, that's where I do most of my reading, right? Uh, before I go to bed, I'll read probably for anywhere between a uh, half hour to two hours if I'm feeling really crazy. Um, so having D&D Beyond and Send a Kindle makes it easy for me to read these 5e books uh, in bed. Um, I'm reading um, Waterdeep Dragon Heist right now and getting a lot of uh, useful stuff out of it. Um, more. More use than I thought I was going to get after it, after my initial flip through of it, right? Um, I was really hoping for something more like Vornheim, and uh, it's definitely not that, but uh, there's still a lot of useful stuff in there that I'm finding. Um, maybe not necessarily for running a city adventure, uh, but running a, a, a long adventure, or any adventure really. Um, I'll, I'll go into that more detail on that once I finish the book and um, I'll write a blog post on it uh, probably and uh, repeat that blog post on here because uh, I don't know I, I don't know I prefer listening to reading it's, it's on some things and reading to listening on other things so uh, I'll cover both bases right um, so yeah my sewer crawl it's coming along um, I, I've I've started writing a blog post on it, so it'll be up eventually. Uh, blog is slackernerds.com. Um, you can catch my email there too. It's a uh, cockatrice nuggets at slackernerds.com. Uh, I, I think I was going for the longest possible email address and hardest to remember. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think I succeeded on that front. Um, there's also a link to my podcast on there, but obviously you don't need that because you're listening to this now. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. So. Uh, yeah, that's all the nuggets I got for today. <laughs>